0: And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. On Canberra Live with Leon Delaney, Money Matters with Luke Smith from Envision Financial Services. There you go, Mr. Luke Smith, you have your very own pre-recorded introduction. I've made it in life. Did you like that? I've made it. Yes, a lot of uh, work and effort and blood and sweat and tears went into the creation of that. I'm over the moon. Money Matters with with Luke Smith. There we go. Should have called the book that. Well, I don't think that's been done before, actually, hasn't it? I'm not Probably. sure. Can't be sure. Uh, speaking of the book, we're very close to launch, aren't we? Well,
1: I've just got a hot off the press. They've printed that many of them that it's going to drop in stores now on the twentieth.
0: Okay, so they've, so they've kept printing. Still, uh, uh, almost three weeks away, yeah. but there you go. Yes. Your ultimate guide to financial planning, smart money strategy Yes, in, in books in less than three weeks now. 20th in, in
1: now. I think 20th was supposed to be 14th, but they've had to run an, do an extra run. Okay. And it's going to be on the shelves
0: 20th. All right, then. So we'll look forward to that. Meantime, mm. the federal government has uh, dropped a bombshell. It's decided mm. to go ahead and increase the rate of tax on high superannuation balances, uh, despite the fact that they went to the election saying we're not going to make any changes. (laughs) Um, Funny that. Yes. Can I sell you a bridge, sir? (laughs) Well,
1: yeah. Anyway, (laughs)
0: um, so there's a lot of people jumping up and down and saying the sky is falling. It's the end of the world as we know it. But is it really that big a deal when it only affects a small number of superannuation accounts?
1: No, I think this is a piece of legislation that they just want to be seen to be doing something. This doesn't frighten me because this will not impact the average consumer at all. So you, I say a normal family, a normal couple, to be affected by this, you would have to have more than $3 million in your member account of a self-managed super fund, for example, not $3 million in your fund. So a lot of fear because people go, oh, I've got over $3 million. This is going to get... Th- <laughs> no. It's $3 per person. So if you're over that level, then yes, there'll be some tax considerations that you will need to think about. You may withdraw money and, look, there'll be plenty of strategies we can come up with to get around it. Um, But it it will not impact 99.9995% of the population. So I'd just let it go through to the keeper and carry on. I think they will do far more to damage the quality of the superannuation environment if they have an opportunity by potentially taxing pensions and a raft of other measures that will be far more relevant to the broader community than, yeah. than this particular piece of legislation. Well,
0: according to the government's own publicity, this change, the $3 million threshold, only affects 95% of uh, people. So uh, that leaves 5% who are very well off and probably don't need superannuation anyway.
1: And look, if you've, if you've got $45 million in your super fund and you pay 30% tax instead of 15
0: Well, you're still getting a discount on your marginal rate by quite a substantial uh, amount, aren't you?
1: Exactly right. So, you know, there will be plenty of strategies that people will be able to consider to try and mitigate this potential change. And again... If if you've got that amount of money in your super fund, your lifestyle's not going to change. So let's let's sort of keep it in context. Mm, indeed. Yeah.
0: All right. Today's topic is non-concessional contributions. How to get money into super fast. Now we have spoken recently about concessional contributions. Yes, correct. Now we're talking about the ones that are non-concessional. That's
1: right. And and really, we're touching on this because 30 June is fast approaching. Believe it or not. Um, well, it's we'll March be, already. Summer's well, gone. We'll be we'll be through Easter in a heartbeat. Cause oh yes. I think we get half of Easter off with holidays, don't we? Yeah, pretty um, much. <laughs> So then we'll be in May and people will be thinking about their contribution. So everybody knows about the concessional limit that we've spoken about in the past, which is $27,500. This one is is, is not as well known. Um, and when I raise this with some people, they're quite surprised that there's another test. And they're the sort of words that they use. So a non-concessional contribution is simply taking money from a source and adding it to your superannuation fund and not claiming a tax deduction. So non-concessional you can swap that for not deductible. Right. Um, that language is interchangeable, and there is a different limit. So the deductible limit, twenty-seven thousand five hundred. The non-concessional limit is hundred and ten thousand dollars each financial year, or a lump sum of three hundred and thirty thousand. But that will lock you out for a period of time because it's effectively three lots of one ten. Yeah, so that three locks years you in out. one go. Yeah, so that locks you out for those three years. and then that resets. and provided you have room in your total super balance, then you can use that piece of strategy again mm. and and keep adding to superannuation. So this is really important for people that want to add to superannuation. There was a piece of legislation changed last year that allowed this type of contribution now right up to the age of seventy five without the need to meet a work test. So that was a great change. Because if you're downsizing from a very expensive home, you've sold another asset, you've inherited some money, you've won lotto, you want to get as much money into super as possible because it is concessionally taxed in retirement. So you can now make these types of contributions without having to undertake the work test, which was previously applicable after the age of 67. That has now been abolished. And you can make this type of contribution right up to your 75th birthday.
0: Okay. So um, why would you be putting in non-concessional contributions? I mean, surely, you know, you want to get all the concessions you can.
1: Correct. So that's exactly right. When we're looking at making super contributions, we want to do it in the right order. So we want to try and maximize the concessional contributions that are available, 27500 We spoke last week about catch up concessional contributions where you haven't used your limit in previous years. You'd want to maximize those as well if they're available to you. And then you would move on to saying, right, I've got all this extra cash. How can I get that into superannuation? So you would add that money to superannuation to bolster the value from which you start a pension. You could use it to equalize some of your superannuation within a family or a couple. You could use it as part of a contribution strategy in conjunction with something like the downsizer legislation. Now, that allows you to sell your family home that you've owned for more than 10 years and put 300,000 per person into superannuation. Now, that piece of legislation is not impacted by the non-concessional limit of 110 or 330. So if you sold a whopping great big house and bought a smaller home because you didn't like gardening, and had a million dollars left over, you could do 330 non-concessional, 300,000 downsizer per person. So it does allow you in conjunction with other limits to get a significant amount of money into superannuation that you could then use to start a pension over 60 and provided you don't exceed the transfer balance cap, which is currently 1.7 million per person, you've got tax-free money coming out and you've got completely tax-free earnings inside your pension. So super is a very, very tax-efficient way of holding your retirement capital, and making non-concessional contributions are a great way to bolster the capital base from which you take an income stream in retirement.
0: Okay, so there's a a lot to consider there, and it does seem to be a a little bit complicated. But I think the take-out from that was uh, get it in the right order. Use up Mm. your... Uh, tax-deductible contributions first so that you get the full benefit of those and then move on to things uh, like the the downsizer and so forth. That's
1: right. And also keep in mind that don't just assume that adding a non-concessional contribution to your existing fund to be the only way to do it. So here's something to think about for all the mums and dads out there. If you've got a superannuation fund that you've been adding to over your working life the majority of that fund will have what's called a taxable component. And that means the money's come from a tax source, from your employer, from a concessional contribution. Now, if you have money that you want to add to super, you could put 110000 or three thirty in as a non-concessional contribution. Think about adding that to another fund. The reason I say that is this. Money that goes in on the non-concessional side is tax-free coming out to adult children. The money that you have in superannuation that's come from deductions or from your employer superannuation guarantee, if that's treated as a taxable benefit, adult children pay 17% tax on your death. So if you keep two super funds going and you're using this non-concessional strategy in conjunction with Downsizer, you're future-proofing what's almost a quasi-death tax and avoiding it by managing the tax profile of your super. Now, I know that's a little deep for a Friday afternoon, but all I'm raising here is don't just aimlessly throw non-concessional contributions into your existing super fund because you could be actually causing a tax problem for the next generation. So whilst this is a great piece of legislation to use and a great way to get already taxed funds into super think about where they're going because if you think with the end in mind you'll avoid tax that your children may incur should you predecease them unexpectedly um, and having two funds is not necessarily a bad thing because if you can save seventeen percent tax on a hundred grand times three that's a significant saving just by using the right fund to hold your money so there's a little strategy tip for a Friday Arvo that mm. Just points out, don't just throw all your funds into one account because you could be actually causing a tax problem for the next generation.
0: Well, that's an interesting point because uh, for some time now, we've all been encouraged to track down our stray, our rogue super accounts that we might have had from various different jobs Mm. and told to consolidate them all into the one Mm. place. But now you're saying, oh, it might not be a bad idea to have more than one account.
1: Well, that's right. So if, if everything you're consolidating has that same taxed component status, so it's it's been generated by an employer or by you salary sacrificing, then combining all of those accounts with the same profile, that's fine. But if you're going to take money that's outside the superannuation environment and throw it in as a non-concessional contribution, think about separating those two components because they have different tax profiles and you could inadvertently be causing a tax problem for the next generation Which, whilst we don't have death tax in Australia, this is pretty much a a death tax by stealth for taxable portions of your super. So if it's tax-free going in, it's tax-free coming out. If it's taxable going in, it's taxable coming out to non-dependent kids. So a non-concessional contribution falls under that tax-free status. So you need to think about where you're putting in the money to future-proof the next generation's tax costs.
0: Why have they made superannuation so complicated, Luke? Well, we've got a simple super system, according to the government, so... (laughs) Well, no. I know they've done it deliberately so that people like you have jobs.
1: Well, I wish it was simpler for me, believe me. I'd have a lot more
0: hair if it was, trust me. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So uh, today we're talking about non-concessional contributions, how to get money into super fast. It's quite interesting that you can put in a very large sum of money very quickly so long as you're not claiming the tax deduction.
1: That's right. Now, I preface that by saying there are other limits you need to check. You need to check your total super balance and you need to see what's happening in relation to the transfer balance cap because if you've already commenced, for example, a CSS, PSS, DFRDB or MSBS pension, you would have used up some or all of your transfer balance cap. And if you have exceeded the transfer balance cap, then these types of contributions are not available to you. So don't just race out and do them because the legislation says you can. Mm -hmm. You need to check your total super balance and make sure that you have room available to you to make this type of payment. So check first, contribute second, um, but always bring it back to why. Start with that and, and come backwards from there as to the strategic benefit of looking at this type of contribution.
0: And given that it is a little bit complicated, I would suggest getting some sound professional financial advice before making any of these decisions.
1: Yeah, if you get it wrong, the penalties here can be significant and very, very painful. So, you know, it's like most things in life. Don't even even bring it up, don't even put it on the table. Check your numbers, check your facts, see where you're at, because you might have multiple funds. You might have multiple income streams. You might have multiple pensions from the government, for example, by way of defined benefit, all of which could have an impact on the total amount of that threshold that's available to you. So check first, contribute second, and make sure you haven't missed something along the way that could result in a rather hefty tax bill.
0: Today we're talking about non-concessional contributions. So, Luke, what are the key things to remember when it comes to making a non-concessional contribution?
1: Yeah, so the first thing is, this limit is not associated with the deductible limit of 27500 So it's completely separate to that. It has no bearing on it. A lot of people get confused or get concerned that, well, if I've done that one, does it soak up this one? They're two completely different tests. They're two completely different limits. And you can put in 110000 or three thirty in one go. So leading into 30 June, a strategy may be to put 110000 in in June not trigger the bring forward rules and then put in another 330,000 on the 1st of July. So as long as you do not go over 110,000, you have next year's limit that will reset. Yeah. So if you've got 120,000 you're thinking about putting in, I'd consider 110 this financial year and 20 in July, then you've still got $90,000 for the rest of that year and you haven't triggered that 3-year rule. So be strategic about when you make the contribution. And remember that you don't have to go over 110 because it'll reset on the 1st of July, which, as we said before the ad break, will be here in the blink of an eye. Um, Check your total super balance. Make sure that you have room in your total super balance to be able to make this type of contribution because if you've exceeded your transfer balance cap, then this type of contribution is not available to you. Um, Think about where it goes, as we said before the ad break. Adding this type of contribution to an existing super fund could have detrimental tax impact to the next generation. So consider putting it into another fund and keeping all of that fund tax-free forever as opposed to muddling it up with your existing fund because they have different tax components. Use the non-concessional contribution to get money into super from the sale of an asset, from an inheritance, from a lotto win, from uh, the sale of your family home. You can use the downsizer legislation in conjunction with the non-concessional limits to get a significant amount of money, potentially up to $630,000 into superannuation in one go. Now, again, there are caveats and rules you need to adhere to on both sides, but if you you get ready and you're prepared, then you you should be able to take advantage of both of those. Um, And also consider non-concessional contributions to equalise superannuation. So if your wife is over the transfer balance cap and which which means that she can't start a pension and pay no tax you may take the money out and put it in your account and then that might be tax free in her name or consider making a withdrawal of taxable components and putting the same money back in as a tax free component to address that potential death tax liability that could occur if you were to predecease your children unexpectedly and you can't prepare for things so, think about the use of this contribution as a great way to manage tax and also equalize super to have as much tax free pension as possible when you decide to finish work.
0: Plenty of things to remember, but Luke, where can listeners get more information?
1: Yeah, so 6260 4749 is the office number. We've got envisionfinancial.com.au on the net. We've got the podcast, Strategy Stacker Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify. We've got Envision Financial Canberra on YouTube, where we've got the show every week and the key takeouts. We've got the strategy stacker handle on TikTok. And as we said before the ad break, we've got Smart Money Strategy, Your Ultimate Guide to Financial Planning, dropping on the 30th of March in bookstores. And you can pre-order that from Amazon and Booktopia. And in the ACT, it'll be held at Dimix, QBD, and uh, Harry Hardhog, as I say, from the 20th of March now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a little something in there for everyone.
0: That's the Smart Money Strategy. It's uh, coming soon, 20th of March, in good bookstores or online. Luke, thanks very much. We'll see you next week. We'll catch you again next Friday when, once again, Luke Smith from Envision Financial will join me in the studio to talk money matters.